Sean B. Being blunt, iconic. I said, Sean's so blunt, you can smoke his truth. He's screaming from the lungs so loud it shakes the roof. Cause to really elevate, it takes a boost. He don't ever hesitate, and the words the proof. Cause to be a pioneer for change, you gotta pave the way. Using the knowledge to enlighten all the people today. Putting the truth on display for community's sake. With the passion and compassion, he's a unity saint. Cause being blunt ain't a stunt, it's the mission though. Don't be blind, recognize what the vision holds. Open your ears, it's clear, just listen though. Sean B, being blunt, yo, here we go. I see you, Haiti. What's up? And welcome to the Being Blunt 5-Minute Podcast. I don't have a lot of time, so let's get straight to it. So back in September... Many of us saw the images of the U.S. Border Patrol agents on horses pushing back Haitian migrants crossing the Rio Grande trying to reach the U.S. This prompted outrage. Why? Because the optics of it. It triggered black America to think about the dark days of slavery. For others, it was a simple, inhumane treatment of migrants trying to seek asylum. You know, Haiti is that one country that has made history by doing the unthinkable. Haiti beat three world powers. France, Britain, and Spain, and took their freedom by force. So, you know what? We got to talk about Haiti. You know, this is a Caribbean country that shares the island of Hispaniola with the Dominican Republic. It was once the wealthiest colony in Americas, but today, Haiti is the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. You have to wonder, how do we go from wealthy to poor? I'm going to talk a little bit about that moving forward. More than half the population lives under the poverty line. And many rely on farming to feed their family. Haiti is also heavily dependent on external revenue. The island was originally occupied by the indigenous Taino people who originated from South America. And then the first Europeans, well, they settled there around December 5th, 1492, during the voyage of Christopher Columbus. But diseases killed off that population. So they ended up importing hundreds of thousands of enslaved African people to the island. The first French to arrive at Haiti were pirates who began to use North Haiti in 1625 as a base and settlement for raids against Spanish ships. Now, look at what you have there at the time. You got the French, the Spanish, the remaining indigenous people and now enslaved Africans. Well, Napoleon Bonaparte, the French military and political leader, was on this power kick and he wanted to take over the world. So when he declared war on Britain in 1793... The British saw an opportunity to seize the Caribbean's wealthiest colony. (laughs) They probably say, man, you are tripping, little man, i.e. the British is coming. The British is coming. But in 1791, the slaves in the northern region of Haiti staged a revolt, which would be known as the Haitian Revolution. This revolution was the overthrow of the French regime in Haiti, as well as the British who came to conquer the colony. Haiti's whose population is almost entirely descendants from Africa, won independence from France in 1804, making it the second country in the Americas after the United States to free itself from colonial rule. Boy, some of these countries and nations around the world were hot and thus the plotting began. France, as the former colonizer of Haiti, retained a strong economic and diplomatic tie with the Haitian government. In 1824, a Franco-Haitian agreement had France recognizing Haitians' independence if they paid reparations totaling in the billions of dollars. This kept Haiti in a constant state of debt, 
Remember when I was wondering how you went from wealthy to poor? This is where it starts. And placed France in a position of power over Haiti's trades and financing. You know, this was a little confusing to me. Haiti just passed out some ass whooping to France. So why would they enter into such an agreement? You have to ask yourself. I don't know. Maybe it was because they were tired of this 13 year revolution. I read that there were French ships docked around the island. So maybe they felt pressured to do this because maybe France was threatening yet another war. I don't know. Sad state of affairs, though. The U.S. had mixed reactions, too. There was a fear that this accomplishment could lead to racial instability. The U.S. and other Western countries did everything in their power to punish Haiti for revolting. Under President Thomas Jefferson, the United States cut off all aid to Haiti and pursued a policy to isolate Haiti, fearing that the Haitian Revolution would again spread or would spread to the United States. The U.S. prohibited trade with Haiti and they were reluctant to continue trade in fear of upsetting the French on one hand and the southern slaveholders with the other. Nevertheless, President Jefferson grew more hostile toward the country and refused to recognize Haitian independence. The United States didn't recognize Haiti until 1862, and that was with President Abraham Lincoln, because he was champion the emancipation at home and abroad. Yet, I want to tell you about four relevant outcomes that we often forget that came as a result of the Haitian Revolution. Number one, Haiti expanded the limits of what freedom looked like, and the world couldn't believe it. They refused to believe that former slaves understood the depths of freedom more than they did. Number two, having lost control of Haiti, Napoleon Bonaparte sold no further use of Louisiana. This revolution enabled the sale of the Louisiana Purchase for $15 million to the U.S. This purchase more than doubled the U.S. territory. We're talking 15 states, y'all. You get it? 15 states. Number three, the Haitian Revolution was the beginning of the end of the transatlantic slave trade. That's huge. Let me go. I just want to stop right there. Think, think about that. The beginning of the end of the transatlantic slave trade. Number four. Haiti showed us what pure strength and perseverance truly look like. Their accomplishments still stand strong today as a symbol of freedom and liberty. Today, France, U.S., the United Kingdom, they all rank among the world's wealthiest nations. Haiti, with a per capita of annual income of $350, a power grid that fails on a regular basis, roads that are barely paved at 50%, needs really a lot of help. France and other countries should do the right thing and return those payments, which I understand estimates to about $21 billion back to Haiti. Basically, pay them reparations. Hold up. If they do that, then Haiti leads the way yet again, as the U.S. would be under tremendous pressure to follow suit for people of color in the U.S. After all. Many in the U.S. have earned generational wealth off the back of U.S. slaves. I'm just saying. I got to keep it real. I got to be blunt. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you subscribe to Being Blunt Pod anywhere you listen to your podcast. Please leave a comment, rate, and review. Don't be stingy. Share the love and this episode with friends and family. Also, follow me on IG and Facebook at Being Blunt Pod. Peace out, y'all.